The strangers don't answer the door at night. Strangers don't be home. Here's Johnny. Welcome to my world, bitch. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho When <laughs> you're down here with me, you float down. You like scary movies? Uh huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Yo. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Friday the 14th Podcast. I am the bad guy, Nick H. The H silent. Boo! Oh, hi. And I'm Mr. Fuentes. And you're Mr. I Fuentes. It, I thought I tried to scare you scare? Yeah, it's the Friday the 14th. You know, we gotta, we gotta do the jump scare. So at least half the movies we watch. The jump scare. Yeah. See any, uh, see any good trailers lately? Trailers... Uh, no, nah, just my trailer, and it's bad. I, I need a new trailer. Your trailer? I didn't know that one out. <laughs> nah, um, not my house. It's a trailer. So oh, it's really tra- bad. Trailer, trailer. <laughs> it's not It's not a good trailer <laughs> at all. <laughs> referring to, like, movie trailer. Oh. I saw, I saw this weird, I, uh, uh, I saw this weird, like, what would you call it? Crossover? Yeah, I seen it, too. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it. You know, you just when you think, you know, Fast Nine was ridiculous. I mean, this new one that I recently saw, I think you saw it too, was Jurassically, Jurassically crazy. Fast. <laughs> Jurassically fast. The Jurassic Park or Jurassic World and Fast and Furious crossover. Man. Uh, I don't want I don't, I don't want to say it, but I think uh <laughs> Dom let himself go. Yeah, down. Dom, uh, <laughs> no, man. No, Dom got buffer. That's all that happened. He just got more. You know, when you start gaining Seven. muscle, you start mistaking, you start mistaking, like, the bigness for, like, like fat, but it's really muscle. I mean, it's all muscle. I mean, he let himself go, but in a good way. In a good way. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen the trailer, you should go check it out. It's on this, um, on the Emosawa Productions channel. Drastically uh, fast. fast, because apparently there's like a rumor going around that there 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 was in talks of doing a crossover like that. Dude, no lie, <laughs> like no freaking lie, like no lie. If they did, they would make so much money. Like no shit, like they'd make so much money. Because everyone everyone that says it's stupid will still go watch it just to see how stupid it really is. And then everyone that like actually likes the franchise will go watch it because they like the franchise. Like it's going to make even more money than people that watch the Fast and the Furious in general. Because at this point, everyone that watches the Fast and Furious and the Fast and Furious fan already knows that it's going to be over the top dramatic. You know, it's really veered away from the beginning uh, saga that it started. And it just gets more and more ridiculous every single movie, which is fine. You go to a movie to get entertained, and they entertain. So I have no gripes about them getting more and more dramatic every single movie. So if they ended up making a drastically fast movie, drastically fast, <laughs> then it would it would sell, man. It would sell out, man, for sure. Family, fam. Oh, sorry. Family. 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 Oh wait, that's Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Batman wasn't supposed to be here. So, um, today's pick is a movie that you chose, and uh, we know that you didn't choose it live last time. This was kind of out of... Yeah, I kind of, <laughs> like, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, I, I, I've i been slacking pretty hard, so next week, I'm going to pre-pick <laughs> mine in advance, and actually, I'm probably just going to make a list that I have on my phone of just mm. movies that, I, that we're just going to start watching, like, just going through, and just so I don't have to go and actually search for this stuff. Um, but yeah, this one was kind of out of a whim. I was looking through movies and I was like, the strangers, I've never seen the strangers. I've heard about the strangers. And so today's pick and review by me is the strangers. 2008, the strangers, 2008, the strangers, the stranglers, not stranger things. 
rated at a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb. I'm the um, bad guy. You know, I thought it was interesting because I was looking at little facts about the movie and you know, you know, there's little awards for everything. You know, every, the biggest awards obviously is the Golden, uh, the Golden Globe, I think, or that's what it's called. I'm not 100 percent sure, <laughs> but it's the one they do every year with all the actors and stuff. But, um, I don't watch it because it's just so political, politicized <laughs> at this point, and it's just it's just other like rich people just patting other rich people on their back, like it's it's really actually ridiculous to watch when you really think about it. It's just a bunch of rich people and in, in a room who all are movie makers for the most part and all are in movies for the most part. And they're like, yeah, Pat near back. Great job for making a movie, Pat near back. And no one really, you know, no one voted or cared. It's all this community committee of people who just kind of make up crap as they kind of go. Um, there's no reason why Leonardo DiCaprio shouldn't have gotten uh, Best Actor for Wolf of Wall Street whenever that movie came out. He did an amazing job. And then he, I think I've talked about this. And then he got an Oscar for The Revenant, Revenant uh, which was, I mean, a good movie in its own stance. But I don't think it was the best acting we've gotten from Leonardo DiCaprio compared to Wolf of Wall Street, which was an amazing performance. And he didn't win it on that one. So it's, you know... Honestly, the reason I think he won is because everyone complained so much that he didn't win. All right, just give it to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, honestly, yeah, that's exactly what happened. They're just like, oh, just, you know, everyone's mad. Everyone, the people want to see, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio get one, and he hadn't got one yet. And they were just like, here, just have one. Here you go. Like, you know, so all the people will like us again and maybe start watching the Oscars and no one does anymore. It's had the lowest ratings in the past like five years than it's ever had its entire existence. So people are starting to realize it's just a bunch of people patting each other's backs and giving speeches to each other for the most part because nobody's watching it. So then they're just like, oh, well. <laughs> um, anyway, so anyway, I, I went right anyway. really <laughs> off topic. Uh, they actually won an award. They got nominated for 15 different um like I want to say horror-based uh, type of uh, things, like the Scream Award. Uh, actually, the Scream Award. Liv Tyler, the, the female protagonist in this movie, won Best Horror Act uh, Horror Actress in the Scream Awards. Um, and then they got a bunch of other awards for like the Teen Choice Award, uh, the Global Trailer Awards, the Global Schmoes Awards. Fright Meter Awards, Fangoria, Fangora, Chainsaw Awards. Uh, these were all nominees, but they only won Best Horror Actress, which was Liv Tyler in that one. Taylor? Taylor. Tyler. I was right. It was Tyler. Um, which is pretty cool. So, yeah. I mean, basically, The Strangers is about um, two people. They just left a, a party of a it seemed like a wedding of a pair of friends uh which i guess one of um the protagonist uh asked the protagonist 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 <laughs> pro anyway pro right it's protagonist and no protagonist is the is that the bad person antagonist, That's the antagonist. The bad one. all right the protagonist and the protagonist i don't know the female one and the male one the male asked the female to marry her, and she was like, basically, like, I'm not ready for that. Anyway, they go back to their, uh, they go back to their cabin um, that they have planned and to stay at for the weekend. And all of a sudden, they get a knock on the door. Some random chicks out there, and then weird stuff kind of starts to happen um, around the house with um, some extra characters trying to get in and toy with them and that's pretty much the strangers uh based on oh sorry inspired by true stories of mm -hmm. true events true and stories. the cast we're looking at so we got the two guys uh two main people we got uh Kristen mccray played by liv tyler and we got james hoyt played by scott speedman um we actually don't see the faces of the killers 
in this movie. Um, I mean, you can see side faces and stuff like that, but you never get like direct screen time of who's underneath the masks in these uh, movies. I guess it's a spoiler. Anyway. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, they're mentioned in the credits as actors, you know. He's the actor on that, Google. that played them. Uh, so I don't, I'm not sure if I should. I mean, they are actors in the movie, so mm. I don't know if I should exclude them because you don't really see them. But you I mean, uh, but the three killers. Uh, you got the doll face girl mask. Uh, Gemma Ward. You got the man man in mask. Kip Weeks, and we got the pinup girl mask. Laura. Margolis, and then you got Mike, who's played by Gan Howardson. That's pretty much the only people you're... Actually, that's pretty much everyone you see, uh, besides the little crowd of people you see in the beginning of the wedding stuff. Uh, there's no other actors or actresses in this movie, uh, besides those uh, main, I think, six people that I just mentioned. Uh, seven people. And the seventh one you only see for, like, ten minutes. Um... Damn, that was another spoiler. Dude, I suck. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, pretty much uh, it's based off uh, true events, basically breaking and entering situation and uh, how people, how they try to survive it. That's the synopsis. Um, the spoiler, the, the spoiler-free uh, spoiler. The somewhat spoiler-free, spoiler. <laughs> somewhat spoiler synopsis. Synopsis. Uh, Directed by Brian Bettina Bertino. Um, it looks like he directed this movie and the sequel 10 years later, The Strangers Pray at Night uh, in 2018, which I didn't even know this had a sequel, to be honest. Um, I mean, I haven't even watched the first one, so I guess I really wouldn't know. Um, but yeah. That's uh, pretty much that. What's next, Nick? Spoiler oh, free. spoiler-free rating. Um, I'll give this one a three. I mean, I, yeah, I enjoyed it, but like, I don't think it's one I just I would rant and rave about personally. <laughs> rant and rave about. <laughs> I mean, there was some. There's something really creepy, you know, about the idea of this movie, you know, because it could happen to any of us. Um, that's the real horror to me, you know, aspect of it. Uh, but besides that, I mean, it was just, it was a, not, a good movie to watch, you know, if you're, you know, looking for something to watch. So a solid three. So this, um, I'm not, <laughs> I might have to go with the higher, uh, Higher rating. Oh, higher oh yeah. When <laughs> uh, I agree with you this time around, uh, so I'm gonna go and go with a, a four. A four. Oh. A four. This is any specific reason? Um, well, yeah, going playing off the, it could be his crap in real life, whatever. But I do think there's like a simple aspect to the this. Uh, it reminded me of kind of like a like a Halloween, even though there's. You saw more of the strangers though, but they, how they appeared in the background, it was uh, just cool little things like that. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of cool little things like that. And there are some points so, uh, that it, it kind of takes away from being a higher rating, <laughs> but yeah. No, I mean, that's you enjoy it, you enjoy it, man. Don't hold back your ratings ever. Yeah. You do you, man. You do you. You rate like, you. <laughs> It's a simple but effective. That's oh yeah, for sure. Awesome. Um, so yeah, spoiler warnings. Um, if you want to check it out, uh, it's on Netflix right now. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, if you're looking to watch something and you know you've never seen it before, um, it's a it's it's a good watch all all the way through. I believe, you know. Um, I mean, I gave it a three. Nick gave it a four. So I mean, it's not—it's not gonna be a bad movie. I don't for most people. Um, but yeah, check it out. And it on to our favorite scenes. Favorite scenes. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
So one of my favorite scenes that, you know, you can kind of tell throughout the movie, like uh, a lot of everything was planned for the most part. You know, they planned everything pretty well about how they were going to uh, toy with these uh, these occupants of that house. Uh, but one thing I didn't think they planned for was the uh, best man, sh- or not the best man, but the guy's best <laughs> friend coming to pick him up uh, later on. But they even kind of like, even then, like they changed their plan so fast to like match like adding him to the equation of everything. And then the scene where he like, he's creeping up like the whole time I was just like, like say something, just say, Hey, are you out here? Are you here guys? It's something. Cause you knew that guy was waiting with the shotgun. And if he passed by the door, he was going to get shot. And that's exactly what happened. But what was funny about it was like, there was no way out of that situation. That guy was going to die. It didn't matter if his friend shot him or he saw the guy behind him at the time. And it was like, it was cool because it was like, he saw the opportunity. He was like, look, I know this guy's hiding in a corner because he's proven to me he has a shot. He's somewhere in this house. I'm assuming he's in a room waiting by a doorway for someone to walk by it to shoot. If I let this guy walk down this hallway, He's probably going to get shot. But just in case he smarts up and turns around, decides not to walk away, I'll be ready with my axe to hit him. And to make it even worse, there's two, there was actually three scenarios that could have happened. One, which is the one that happened in the movie. He gets, he shoots his friend in the face and he dies. Two, he sees that the guy was sneaking up behind him. And then the guy hits him with the axe and he dies. Or three, he could have got to the door. His friend could have realized it was him, not shot him. But then the guy still would have killed him right in front of his friends and he would have died. No matter what, he dies. <laughs> yeah, no matter what. There was no way for him to live. And I thought it was it was unique a unique situation where you knew this guy was about to die and there was no way out of it. You know, you just had to wait. You know, you had to wait for him to die. And it was a it was a, a weird, interesting experience. You know, in some movies, you kind of like, you sometimes sense that someone's about to save somebody. You know, like when you see the killer, you know, in your point of view, sneaking behind somebody. And then like somebody kind of comes in and, you know, either stops the killer or like surprises the killer and the killer walks away and doesn't end up like killing, killing the person. Like, you knew at that moment there was no way that guy was going to survive that situation. And you were just wondering how he was going to die. Was he going to get hit by the guy with the ax behind him? Or was he going to get shot by his friend? And so you were just waiting to see which one happened. So I thought that was a pretty cool uh, scene and setup. Was that the only scene you had? Or favorite? Mm. I don't know about favorite. It wouldn't really be a favorite scene, just a favorite aspect of the movie is that like the killers never really talked. I think only one girl said one line the entire movie, and I'm pretty sure she, she just said, you're going to die. Well, and that's all she said, said. Maybe a, a couple, but nothing too drastic. I mean, okay, yeah. So whenever they answer the door, yeah. they're asking you what... Uh, <laughs> but- if Lucy or Wendy, but whenever they're all masked up and everything, you know, they, um, and a lot of it, uh, is like written out in like blood or paint. <laughs> yeah. Like the, right after the, he, the right after he killed that guy, killer. you know, he wrote on the window killer, you know, or she or he or whoever, you know, <laughs> it's like, um, damn, it's a killer. Try you know, kill. I thought one of the, one of the coolest aspects, and maybe it's because I wasn't paying attention to the masks. Maybe I was just assuming that there was a female, only one female and one male. But, you know, at some point you realize there's three killers and not just two. For the longest time, I thought it was only two. And then I realized whenever that uh, scene happened where she's crawling and she sees the man in the mask, the girl by the shed, and then the other girl by the swing, I was like, oh, shit, there is three. Wow, that's kind of cool. Like, 
you know, I thought there was only two the whole time. So, like, I guess I wasn't paying, I don't know if I wasn't paying attention to their mask or if the third girl got revealed, uh, revealed any other time in the movie. But that was the first time I noticed she was there. So that was actually kind of a cool aspect because it kind of made a sense on how they could disappear so fast because you would, one would be in front, but the other would be making noise, you know, over here and kind of disorienting the occupants and stuff like that. Um, I kind of like, you know, in real life, if I were to do something similar to that, that's exactly what I would do. I would have two people that would make themselves visible, but one that would always try to hide from everyone. So you could kind of have that aspect that I'm everywhere, but I'm nowhere at the same time. Well, for, for me, uh, I'm going like two, um, not necessarily categories, but um, for the visual, um, the first time you see the, the killer, the main, the main guy, how uh, is like he's gone to the house? It's that famous picture. I think if anyone posts about this movie, you're gonna get that that still frame of the guy just standing there in the back wall. The uh, the girls in the the kitchen just have their face turned, and he's just like, "Oh, they're standing." <laughs> it's just creepy. Uh, it's like in a way, it's like Michael Myers, like how he was in the, the creepy up in the the shadow. Mm-hmm. As far as visual, that was a cool thing. That's and um, pretty much the scene that you had mentioned. The whole about the the best friend coming in, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like I like the whole uh, thing about it. Um, let's see. Uh, that's one of the parts I do like, but uh, kind of the dislike. It's like it wouldn't make any sense. Be, uh, like because that guy, uh, he gets caught on it. It's like, oh, I thought you know how to like, uh, like. Um, put together a gun or like you know use a gun he's like no I don't know how to use a gun and then somehow it magically happens to know exactly what to do how to assemble it <laughs> yeah it was kind of weird I'm like I okay mean, yeah. <laughs> he could have seen his dad I guess do it while he was hunting and just figured that was the way so he, wasn't, he wasn't sure to do it he's like oh, oh, I'm just work my yeah. way <laughs> it was kind of I mean I don't know it was kind of weird to be honest, like, I guess maybe as a kid, he knew, you know, where his dad kept his gun and where he put the bullets to. Like, the it was just weird. <laughs> yeah, in a shoebox, you know. That's... And he was looking through, like, he was looking for the gun. Uh, I don't know if he was trying to look for, like, a smaller gun, but, I mean, he knew he had the bigger gun on top of the, the top shelf, but he was going, like, through the, the books and the... <laughs> was like, yeah, what are you, you hiding there? Um... Yeah. I watched this like, like a like what midnight after that. So um, whenever that scene uh, with the the girl she knocks on there is uh, I was like, is this person here? And they're like, no. <laughs> and then she does it again. That's what, it's kind of hilarious. I mean, it, um, but that first attempt because the guy's about to get it on with the his girlfriend, whatever. But then he get cockblocked by that knock. It's like it's four in a, it's four in the morning. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? Yeah, and totally wait, you oh, you see the girl's face kind of it's like all shadowy and dark yeah but it's just <laughs> just creepy it's kind of like in that uh in vhs the same similar like it's early in the morning you get knocked on the door mm-hmm. <laughs> no i mean yeah it was a you know my uh one of my biggest things too is like I've always talked about this a lot, you know, when you what I don't know if I've talked about it recently, but I've talked about it to people in my personal life that uh, I always hate how drugs and alcohol are misrepresented in movies all the time. Like, you know, these people were like hammered drunk and they kept drinking like they were they did never stop drinking. So like they were pretty intoxicated this entire time throughout the movie. Um, and then only a couple of hours that really went by. I mean, it was four in the morning when everything started so i assume it was about to be six seven and two hours so by the time everything went down down it was like the sun was all the way up but you know their whole fighting for their lives happened that last couple of, like you don't sober up that fast like i don't care who you are like even if you're scared for your life you don't just sober up all of a sudden and <laughs> you know do shit you know um i always 
you know, I always just find that weird in movies that, you know, drug and drug and al- drugs and alcohol get misrepresented all the time in movies like that. Um, mostly in horror movies, but pretty much any movie, to be honest. Um, I found uh, the scene uh, <laughs> kind of hilarious. It's, it's, it's supposed to be like a sad moment, but uh, he, uh, like he's just coming back all after getting the rejection. He sits down, he has the, the friggin', uh, was it bluebell ice cream? That's <laughs> you see, <laughs> say, okay, eat the ice cream, man. You deserve it. I kind of feel like that was a weird scene, too, to be honest. Like, like I get the idea of it because, you know, when you're sad and depressed, you go eat ice cream. You go eat ice cream. But, like, <laughs> It just seemed really weird that that was his choice was to go eat ice cream. And I don't well, know if it's just he like drank a melt. More, but then he got the ice cream. I don't know if it's like a male thing too, because you always usually associate the eating ice cream with females. You know, they're the ones eating the ice cream when they're depressed on the couch watching Netflix or a movie or something. But said this time it was a guy, so I don't know. Just the whole scene felt weird to me. I don't know. The ice cream. <laughs> I seen well, I seen about. Uh... Yeah, I, was also, I was also There's waiting a... for the them to hit the ice cream and it just be completely liquid and just fall over and that never happened. There's a movie that uh, uh that movie that, the awkward moment that has Zach Efron, Michael B. Jordan, Miles Teller in it, and Michael B. Jordan's character he's he's eating a, like a Ben Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> it's also like another, I guess another uh, comparison of a guy eating ice cream being sad. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I don't really have too many gripes about this movie. Uh, like, it was weird, because as I was watching it, I felt like it was a slow movie. But, like, at the same time, I kept wanting to watch it. Like, I didn't feel like I wanted to stare at anything else or watch anything else at the time, like. You know, it kept me engaged, even though I felt like it was slow. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't know if you felt that way. Um, I guess the beginning a little bit felt like yeah. that for a little bit, but then it just kind of going on. Kind of felt like I was speeding up a bit. Once start shit started hitting the fan. Uh, <laughs> trying to think of like. Other things that I didn't really like about it. Hmm. Mm. I mean, besides them being just super organized and super organized, yo, well, none. There's three killers, and none of them got injured or killed. You know, at all. Like, they were super organized. Like, I don't know if that annoys me or if I'm just impressed, you know, because, like, none of them, they were just so good at what they did. They didn't They didn't get shot. They didn't get stabbed. They didn't get hurt. You know, nothing happened to them. The professionals. They, they were, yeah, they were, like, a step ahead of everyone the entire time, and nothing happened to them. That scene and, where they're, they're trying to break into the door, uh, and uh, they shoot. They shoot at them, and uh, I guess they just miss. I'm like, well, you just made a bigger hole for the attempt <laughs> to enter through, because they're yeah. already cutting it open with the with the axe. You know, I, I thought about it too. That one scene where the the truck is about to ram the car from behind, and then you got the girl in the in the truck, and <laughs> then you got the guy standing in front of the car, and it's just like, dude, like, if you know this truck is about to ram you. Like my and you can't back up, then my my guess I'm going forward. I'm fucking up the guy in front of me because I have no other choice, basically, you know. But they didn't do that. And then the guy in front of him, you know, really had some balls because that car could have just rolled forward and hit him after he got rammed from behind, you know. But he stood there, stood his ground. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they were just well organized, like. They're, it's like they knew everything that was going to happen. I don't. I, and like I said, I don't know if I like it or dislike it because it kind of makes it feel like they're um, almost like omnipotent in a sense. Like sense, 
Like they knew all the moves that were going to be made the entire time, even to the point that that guy in front of the car knew that that guy wasn't going to speed up and hit him or that the after the truck ran him, was going to run into him. And I don't know if that's a movie flaw or if he just really knew that. He knew that it wasn't going to go forward. So, you know, he just stood there. Why not? Why not stand there? We knew they knew that they were going to go anywhere because they, they slashed tires and then they broke the, the windows in the cars or whatever. Oh, they slashed the tires. I didn't see that. Yeah, way. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty dark, but I mean, you stick, the guy gets in the car. I think he's looking for his phone. That's why he's the main reason why he went out there is to find his phone. And mm. he's, they, they zoom in like on the tires and it's all mm. flattened. I mean, you can still <laughs> drive on flat tires. You're just going to mess up your rooms. <laughs> Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't have too many gripes. Uh, I didn't have too many favorites, but I didn't have too many gripes either. <laughs> What's the next one, Nick? Next one? Yeah, I need a, I need to keep a list. Slogans. Slogans. All right. So the slogan for this movie is the strangers. Inspired by true events. No, I'm just kidding. The strangers. We tell ourselves there's nothing to fear, but sometimes we're wrong. That's a weak slogan. <laughs> uh, the strangers don't answer the door at night. Strangers don't be home. The strangers. <laughs> Just sit on your hand until it goes numb and then start. Oh, wait, no, no. That's the stranger. <laughs> <laughs> um, the strangers. My best friend wouldn't have died if you just would have said yes at the wedding. Um. <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs> The strangers mm. eating ice cream, <laughs> eat ice cream for a load after rejection. Um, <laughs> the strangers first, there's rejection, then there's death. Just got rejected and death, get cock blocked. <laughs> Re- um, The strangers. This is why you're supposed to carry a gun. The strangers, anyone can do this. Literally. Strangers, anyone. it could happen to anyone. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And I was sleeping and I was about to, I watched mine at nighttime as well. Like started at like ten PM. You know, got down around eleven thirty ish and I was just like, dude, dude I got my gun near me. Just <laughs> hear a knock at your door. And I'm gonna hear. Um. No, I think that's it for me. Hmm. <laughs> the strangers. Who are you? Strange. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I was saving this. Because I think this would have made this is kind of a negative, but it more rolls into how I would have ended it. So how I would have ended it is two ways. One, after everything that's happened throughout the night, and they got him tied up in the chair, the strangers just leave. And leave them there with all those haunted memories for the rest of their life. Or two, one of the two partners gets killed, but the other one lives, which will leave torment for the one that lives and guilt for the rest of their lives. Which, if that's your main goal, which, you know, that's what it seemed like to me. That's why I thought in the end they were just going to walk out because they seem to find more pleasure in toying with them than they did actually like hurting or doing anything else. 
like they didn't really honestly do anything to them like hurt them for the most part you know the only time the guy got hurt or stopped and kidnapped technically was when he was about to shoot or when they thought that he was the one of them thought that he was endangering one of the other people you know he the other guy ran off really fast and basically knocked him out and took away his gun um and then as far as the girl i mean she hurt herself <laughs> she tripped over like a thing and hurt her ankle and was crawling all over the ground and she hurt her own hand you know uh, nobody ever did anything to her to be honest you know nobody none of them did anything so the whole time i was like they're just the type of people that like to cause toy with people like cause pain mentally in a sense so i was like dude the most messed up mental thing you can do right now for somebody is just to make them survive the dude killed his best friend he's gonna feel horrible about that for the rest of his life he's never gonna forgive himself for what happened that's torture that's real torture if you want to torture someone but that's not what happened he just you know stabs him and then similar, you know, if you let them both live, you know, they still get tormented. If you let just one live, it's even worse, but just for one person. Um, which, like I said, if you're a person that toyed people and enjoyed, you know, knowing that someone was going to have that pain their whole, basically their whole life, then that would bring me joy. I mean, <laughs> if I was that type of person. Well, technically, the well, the girl does live. Ah, that was just a jump scare scene. Was it? <laughs> if you look, uh, apparently, you look it up. It's, I mean, it's confirmed that she was gonna appear in the part two, but that didn't happen. Yeah, cause she died. I'm just kidding. She, <laughs> she, she died to she, me. She died to you, but you know, uh, apparently, she left after her being sad, which is. Pretty weird. Um, I mean, we're going to go over this, how it would end it, because I guess <laughs> how the actual ending happened. Of course, the two main uh, protagonists, like you would say, <laughs> um, they are at the end, um, they're just kind of lined up like like in that, that episode with Negan. Negan uh, does the anime. No, that's how it goes down, but it's like similar situation where the three, uh, the strangers that are standing there and they're like, why? Why, why are you doing this? And then the, the girl says, I think it's the girl, right? Uh, she's like, oh, because you were home or something like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. There's like, there's like no big speech at all whatsoever. It's just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, God, it just shows how uh, fucked up these people, I mean, people can be. I mean, they don't really need a motive. They're just, they're that sick in the head that they would, <laughs> they, they would want to um, like screw around with you and, you know, just kill you straight up. Um, and then they uh, think that they're just looking at each other, like, whatever, before <laughs> just freaking getting stabbed. I think a guy, the guy gets stabbed first. I guess uh, I think they're all, like, each each one by one, they're doing it. They go, like, the lower bottom of, like, the stomach area, and then they go up, upwards. And then seeing that scene, you think, like, oh, they're just going to attack that one guy. But then it just goes switches to the girl. She's getting stabbed also. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um. It's crazy, because uh, normally, like in these type of movies, you'd think for sure there'd be a final, a final person, like a final girl, whatever. What you mean? Technically, it happens, but I mean, you still the person still got stabbed. Um, after that, they they take off, they leave. Their their bodies are just laying there. Um, they're riding off in the truck. Well, before you see them right off in the truck, I think it's uh, the two little boys. They're like, what are they? Uh, Joel witnesses or Mormons? Yeah, because it says Mormon one and Mormon two for the boys. <laughs> Mormon one, think one thing two. Um, Basically, like they're driving off in the truck and then they they stop by and then the, one of the girls is like, oh, can I get, get one of those? <laughs> the boys are just like, all like, hey, are you hey, a sinner? Are you are you a sinner? Um, I forgot what she says. Sometimes or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's what she says. Sometimes. Just grabs it and just takes off, and then of course the boys are going in that direction. They see a busted ass car open, <laughs> and then they they walk inside. Like they invite them themselves. Like, okay, I didn't know these. <laughs> they they have that authority to walk inside your house. 
but I guess everything looks sus. So, I mean, they walked in. Um, they see the bodies laying, and of course, that's when you get like the, the jump scare with the, the girl. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was kind of cool too, because like that first initial, like the very beginning of the movie, you um, hear a recording, which is the boys, uh, we assume at this point. Um, but it kind of sounded like a live recording, so that might have been like an actual, like live recording from two boys, and um, they used it for the movie. Uh, it was very similar, like so it kind of gave you a more creepy feeling. It, it was very similar to the uh, the Conjuring movies. At the very end, they kept doing the recordings uh, of the real life um, exorcisms, and you know it's really creepy to hear that shit and like know that. You know, even if it was fake somehow, somebody somewhere recorded that. You know, and it could be real. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, that's how so, I'm gonna do. I'm more of the cheesier ending then. <laughs> I'm gonna at least have one of them do a tiger uppercut to one of the strangers. Mm-hmm. That's a reference to Street Fighter. <laughs> that's like a guy. but anyways it's like well, at least one one move and then uh, <laughs> you just kill the guy straight up and then just take off all right all right it's like damn at least like switch it up like you gotta get at least one uh move on him and then like when I mean, he does the the uppercut to that guy his his mask comes off instead of them uh, showing off their 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 mask i think that was a, a part i missed would say in the ending but yeah they they reveal their faces yeah they reveal their faces to the to the occupants but they don't reveal their faces to the audience. they're like it's like um uh, they're like wilson was any wilson right no home improvement oh yeah the guy from the the fence the guy over the fence i forgot his name i think it uh, maybe i don't know that was wilson i could be wrong and when i hear wilson i just think of Wilson! Castaway Wilson? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. What's the next one? <laughs> What's the next one? That is the end of segments. There used to be what? a uh there used to be a horror babe of the week, but um Yeah, I thought we should mm. take that out. That being said, the, it was uh, the the <laughs> It was the girl in the mask, right? It was the girl in the mask. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I want to give it a three point five now, but like, mm-hmm. really, it's <laughs> three point five. Yeah, but really, I still think it's like an average movie. Like, I don't know, it's still not one I would be like raving and ranting. But like you said, there were some really cool elements of this movie, like the whole like. Uh, them kind of hanging back and being behind them. Um, one one part that I thought was really neat uh, was uh, whenever the guy was looking for the, the cell phone in his truck and one of the, the girl, I mean, it looked like a girl hand, touched him in the back of the neck and then she like ran really freaking fast or something. But like by the time he got out of the car to look around, like nobody was there. And like you could hear them rustling like through the forest, like running away. Or he, I think he looks up and he sees one of them running away. But I was just like, dude, that is just like so freaking perfect. Like, how do you like to creep someone out? Like, I don't know. It was really cool. It was a really cool scene too. Actually. That was uh, that was one of the based on the like true events, or whatever. Uh, people coming up, creeping up, and give you the hand, hand behind your back. That was inspired by true events. Was it really? No, man, I just fucking around. <laughs> Oh. People, people always try to creep up on you like that. That <laughs> was inspired by true events. Um, whenever they, I was hearing the running, the running in the background. I was watching with my my older brother. He, uh, I was saying like, oh, oh, they're they're just doing not rotational running where they have their, their arms in the back. And they're they're doing that super fast running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just stupid. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, it was a good movie. It's still a good movie. I mean. Three is not a bad rating. I mean, it's it's a good rating. It was a good movie. Um, but yeah. So, uh, what's your pick for next week? I pick for next week. I know uh, you're not like me. You actually picked one. 
<laughs> You're so sure of yourself. <laughs> nah, this one was kind of a. Um, this was. This was kind of like already a. a I don't know what that confirmed. Um, because I initially wanted to get Manny back on the pod, so I, I told him like, "Oh, uh, well, if we do this movie, then you can jump in." So that being said, uh, the the next movie review is gonna be a part two of a movie. Ooh, is it a? Uh, uh, not that one. That one sounds stupid. Um, is it The Conjuring Two? No. Oh. No, we're not going backwards. We're going forward. <laughs> oh, uh, so it's one we've already recently. It's one we did recently. Oh, we're not going backward. We're going forward. And f- as far as movies, yeah. Uh, I don't know which one is it. So uh, um, it's VHS two. Oh, VHS two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Try to get that that trend going. That we we actually go into f- sequels. I was thinking we we could maybe do, uh, you know, I know I still what you did last summer. Urban Legend, the second Urban one. Urban Legend two, yeah. I was like, we should do those, but I mean, it's like a VHS two, I guess. So you bring Manny in. I really don't want to do Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. It was just such a horrible movie. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Have you seen Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street Part Two? I've seen all the Nightmare on Streets. I okay, saw so like then a, you remember how bad Part Two was. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's reasons why at the time it was not liked, but I mean, <laughs> well, you you know what's funny? You know, I heard, I read somewhere that you know Nightmare on Street Part Two, the whole like idea of the movie was supposed to be like a guy who was gay who was confronting like his gay emotions basically <laughs> and he was trying to hold them in so like the gay the bad was freddy you know wanting to make trying to make him gay and so he was like trying to fight it because you know he wasn't supposed to show that side of him in society or whatever and it like blew my mind when i read this article because i was like dude i watched that movie and i didn't think anything about anyone being gay and that it was someone trying to fight off their game. <laughs> like I had, like I just didn't like the movie. I just thought it was really bad. Well, the um, like, uh, the main character, or he, or the guy, he's he's being gay. Freddy's gay, apparently. Yeah, something. I, I don't know, man. I have to like re- well, now. I have to rewatch the movie to see if it's gay. I have the the documentary, uh, Never Sleep Again documentary. Uh huh. It's like probably like the definitive documentary of Nightmare on Elm Street. It goes through all the movies. But yeah, they go over that the whole <laughs> of it being gay, whatever. Really, they do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So then I'm I'm not tripping. I did read it somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, whenever I watched it, I didn't think about it. I don't I don't think that's the reason I didn't like it because I know <laughs> I never associated just, that movie with gayness. It's just weird. But, overall. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, apparently that was the theme or something that they were trying to go with. And it's really weird. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that's good. I like VHS 1. VHS 2 is going to make you trip. No, <laughs> is it? Nah. You think it's better than part 1? I guess it's... We'll wait to the, we'll wait to the ratings. Mm, the ratings, it's, uh, it's more of a... We'll wait to the ratings. Uh, Alright, man. Well, um, <laughs> I guess I'll sign out first this time. Uh, I'm Mr. Fuentes. Um, I do music. I do rap rap music. You can check it out on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen or stream music. Uh, just search Mr. Fuentes, like it says on the screen, right there. Um, and, you know, uh, it's Mr. F-U-E-N-T-E-S, Fuentes. Uh, you could also follow me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, although I'm not on Twitter very much, but I should be, and eventually I will be. Uh, also, TikTok, which I'm not on as much, but I will be, uh, at Mr. Fuentes361 uh, on all of those. So, Mr. Fuentes361, and then, yeah, check me out. Let me know what you think, and off to this guy. Oh, there we go. This, and uh, this guy. This guy. Yes. 
Uh, you can follow me at Nick H twenty three thirteen on Insta and Twitter, uh, along with my um, alternate account, the Bad Guy twenty three thirteen. Um, as far as new stuff, I mean, I've already mentioned it earlier on in the stream about the Jurassic Fast. I would I was not physically uh, in person on that the trailer, but I was a voiceover. I just leave you off that. <laughs> I was a voiceover. Um, yeah, um, hopefully Manny jumps on uh, next time. He said he would be down to do it. Um, I like that guy. He's fresh. He's he's fresh. The freshest. Uh, <laughs> um, just, uh, With a PhD in freshness. Of course, I usual shout out to the Cinnamon Podcast and Movie Podcast. The boys over there, or men, whatever you want to be referred to as. The men. Cinnamon. Cinnamon, they are they're not Cineboys, but the Cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. And movie podcast. Yeah, I saw that their their post that they were gonna dive into the Friday thirteenth uh franchise. Oh yeah? Noise. Noise, yeah, they're going that direction. Yeah, just like I I usually say keep the group two of the grind. Uh thanks for sharing ourselves. That doesn't mean we'll we do the same. Hell yeah. Those are good people. Um, good people. Good people. Yeah, for sure. And I think that about does it for my my part. Yeah, I think we're good. All right, guys. Thank you again. Um, I mean, we didn't really say it too much on our shout outs, but I mean, we definitely appreciate y'all jumping on, staying with us all the way to the end, and you know, continuing to be fans of the Friday the Fourteenth podcast. Uh, you know, I've said this multiple times over and over again. I I truly love doing this with. Uh, my friends, especially, you know, right now it's just Nick, but I mean, I love Nick too. I love doing it with Nick. That sounded weird. I love you love doing it with me. I love doing yes. it. I love, I love, I love doing with you too. Like we can come on a part two movie. Yeah. And but I, and I also I'll love gay. doing it with Manny and I love doing it with Franco. Uh, <laughs> you love doing my, Franco. my boys. I love doing it with them. I mean, they're my boys. So I do it with them. Um, a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two, Nightmare man. Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. I, I mean, I really, I really enjoy this, and I really appreciate y'all for, uh, you know, lending us a ear and uh, letting us kind of give our uh, interpretations of what we uh, like and dislike about these movies that we review. Um, no, thank y'all again, and you know, uh, if y'all would like any movies for us to review, you know, we could take a people's choice. You know, go on our Facebook. Uh, right on our page, message us on the Friday the 14th page. Let us know what movie that y'all are interested in because they want to see Thanks know, Killings. Yeah, they want Thanksgiving <laughs> Part Three. You gotta wait. You gotta wait till November. <laughs> you gotta wait till you gotta wait till Thanksgiving for Thanks Killings. Um, but yeah, no, I appreciate y'all, and uh, hope you have a good rest of y'all's night. And we'll see y'all in two weeks for VHS Dose. 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 Right, folks, oh. always bit. What are you gonna say? Nothing. Go ahead. Our folks always been the bad guy. Peace, Mister. Being dead wasn't a problem, but being forgotten—now that's a bitch. Surprise, Sydney. I can't come back if nobody remembers me.